Number one thing, don't take advice from some asshole on the radio. If you just read the bio for Dr. Steve, host of Weird Medicine on Sirius XM 103 and made popular by two really comedy shows, Opie and Anthony and Ron and Fez, you would have thought that this guy was was a bit of, uh, you know, a, a clown. Your show is better when you had medical questions. Hey! I've got diphtheria crushing my esophagus. I've got Ebola virus dripping from my nose. I've got the leprosy of the heart valve exacerbating my incredible woes. I want to take my brain out and blast it with the wave, an ultrasonic, echographic, and a pulsating shave. I want a magic pill for all my ailments, the health equivalent to Citizen Kane. And if I don't get it now in the tablet, I think I'm doomed and I'll have to go insane. I want a requiem for my disease, so I'm paging Dr. Steve. It's Weird Medicine, the first and still only uncensored medical show in the history of broadcast radio, now a podcast. I'm Dr. Steve with my little pal, Dr. Scott, the traditional Chinese medical provider who gives street cred to the alternative medicine assholes. No, no. No, it gives me street cred. <laughs> I already has street cred. That's right. Anyway, hello, Scott. Hey, Dr. Steve. And also my wife, Tacey, the uh, professional WebEx attendee. Hello, Tacey. Hello, everyone. This is a show for people who never listen to a medical show on the radio or the Internet. If you've got a question you're embarrassed to take to your regular medical provider, if you can't find an answer anywhere else, give us a call at 347-766-4323. That's 347-Who-Head. Visit our website at drsteve.com for podcasts, medical news, and stuff you can buy. Or go to our merchandise store at Cafe press.com slash weird medicine and get a bristol stool scale mug or um some other things anyway most importantly we are not your medical providers take everything you hear with a grain of salt don't act on anything you hear on the show without talking it over with your doctor nurse practitioner practical nurse physician assistant pharmacist chiropractor acupuncturist yoga master physical therapist clinical laboratory scientist registered dietitian or whatever all right very good so don't forget to check out Dr. Scott's website at simplyherbals.net, simplyherbals.net. If you're going to go shopping online, go to stuff.drsteve.com. It's click through right to Amazon, and it really helps keep us on the air. So please use that stuff.drsteve.com. And tweakedaudio.com, offer code FLUID, F-L-U-I-D, for 33% off. Biggest discount in internet history, really. 33% off the best earbuds for the price and the best customer service anywhere. And then if you want to lose weight with me and lose weight with Tacey, <laughs> because we're going to be, <laughs> Tacey's going to get back on it again at, at, in uh, in January. Noom, N-O-O-M dot drsteve.com. Noom dot drsteve.com. You get 20% off. If you decide to do it, it's just a three-week or sorry, three-month program. But you get two weeks free. You can try it. You get a counselor. You uh, get a food blog or a food log. You get um, integration with different Wi-Fi things like my Withings scale totally integrates with it. I just have to step on the scale and it reports it immediately to my counselor. And then she can say, what the hell are you eating over there? <laughs> and uh, But at noom.drsteve.com, it's not a diet. It's a weight loss program that deals with psychology of food, but it is fantastic. And uh, absolutely my favorite thing that we've uh, done on this show. So It's good. Yep. Um, so a couple of things. Uh, the feeling is coming back into my face. I just had... Uh, uh, some oral surgery done, and uh, my phone must have gone off, and my beeper went off a hundred times while I was uh, under the nitrous. So here I am answering questions completely blitzed on nitrous, but it's amazing because, you know, you can you can function on that stuff. You feel good, but all of those neurons still fired. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Kind of interesting, yeah. And, well, I, you know, I didn't prescribe any medication or anything like that. I was talking to uh, other providers about ethics and things like oh, that. Oh, that's so. that's not important. <laughs> ethics. That's silly. No, silly but what stuff. I'm saying is, silly it was, uh, uh, it, yeah, it, it's it, that's interesting stuff. And the, the cool thing about nitrous is when it's done, they just take it off and say, well, see you later. And you can get in your car and just drive yep. off. You can't do that with anything else. I love nitrous when you're getting um, facial things done. Yep. 
like what when we go to our our place and get um, all that. Yeah. What do you call it? What do you? What is the dermatologic? Botox. Yeah. No, aesthetics. So, not the, aesthetics, yeah. Uh, aesthetics was the word I was looking for because it's yeah. much more than Botox, really. The dermabrasions and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. all oh, the God. fun stuff. The stuff that really hurts, yeah. but with nitrous, oh, doesn't hurt. Ch- I had nitrous. Chanda gave me nitrous, and uh, because she did plasma um, or protein-enriched plasma injections in my scalp. Mm-hmm. Because she claims that it uh, promotes hair growth, and I have hair on the top, but it's it's pretty thin. It's been thin for about a decade, and uh, so uh, she had to do you know maybe forty injections in my scalp, and uh, so she gave me the the nitrous, and every time she'd stick that needle in my scalp, I would see fire, or it was like fireworks were going off outside. It was just, I was just watching them. <laughs> so it was like, hell yeah, just shoot me up. It's fine. I got to go back in a month. I got to do three treatments. And they did before and after, and they did uh, um, follicle counts and stuff, so we'll see. Yeah, right. We should have her on this show when um, Well, we, the, need, we need when, to have her when on. When the COVID dies down. She wants us to find her a guy on this mm-hmm. show, too. And we talked about that a little bit last time. She is gorgeous. She's funny. She's professional. She's smart. Mm-hmm. Um, she's taking, uh, you know, her current whatever paramour to Antigua and apparently paying for everything. So she's a good girlfriend. But uh, <laughs> we want her to find somebody similarly professional with a good job who's smart and funny and decent looking. Uh, because now I, I've given up on matchmaking, but she asked us to do this. So we thought we would do a dating game, but we need to get people who are listening who are interested. you got to be single, too, by the way, assholes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, she might not be single herself, Steve. So, um, And she might not actually want us to talk about this kind of stuff on our show. No, she to- totally wants me to talk about it. Okay. She sent me an, an email describing herself saying, oh, you know, if you find me anybody, let me know. Okay, because, oh, okay. Because why? Uh-oh. Do you she think he listens? No, I'm I'm just thinking things uh, weren't completely over. Yeah. Well, they will be when she gets back. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing. Don't... <laughs> If he's listening to the show, at least he'll have a heads up. That's a good thing. It'll take somebody really special to to nail her down for the long mm-hmm. term. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. So if you are a very special person and you're looking for somebody very special. And not e- wishy-washy. Email. Yeah, she'll tell you how the hell she, th- what she thinks of you. But um, if you uh, have the balls to give this a shot... Give me a shout. I will vet you. I'll get three of you guys together, if, uh, unless we just find the perfect person, and then we'll we'll duke it out. Maybe there will be a um, and then w- a you prize and I at the end of that. will go to Primland, and then they can stay. That's right. Wherever. Okay. Or they or we'll go to Primland with them because Chanda would be fun to take to Primland. She probably would be, but then they can pay for it themselves. Okay. <laughs> we do have money for that in the no. budget, but we have money to take us too. He never told me that. No, I know. I d- I, here, oh. I never get to go anywhere. Oh, he'll take me anywhere. And either. when we first met, he said, "You know who I take? Where I take my girlfriends on my third date?" Martha. Oh, the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I've ever been to the Bahamas. No, because we quit going to the Caribbean. But you know where you have been is um, wild dunes about a thousand times. Not enough. So. And oh, and the Don Cesar. Anyone that knows anything about St. Pete, tell me if I'm uh, shortchanging her by taking her to the Don Cesar. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Well, maybe if she'd have held off, you know, giving you some love until the third date, that would have been. Well, that's true, too. You know. <laughs> We got married on the third. Well, the thing is, Tacey and I never dated. We just kind of glommed onto each other, and the next thing we knew, we were getting married. Yeah. And when I got divorced, I was like, "Oh man, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, you know, strutting my stuff." And then it's like, "Oh, and you know what? I'm getting married." (laughs) That's how it happens, though. So often. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. You so many idiots. How many idiots do you know that we've known who've gotten divorced and then immediately get married again? And it's like, that is so stupid. And then but you then think, that's well, what we that's did. what <laughs> that's what you did. I was, that's I was totally I innocent. You were. OK, well, I wasn't letting you go. Hey, but there's good news. You got to tell everybody your good news. Right. 
What good news is that? What what you found out about the trial. Oh, yes. Thank you. Um, I'm giving that to uh, Pfizer Pharmaceuticals, at least for right now. Um, I, they decoded the, the trial. So most people who listen to the show for a long time know that uh, I got the a, a an injection two weeks apart of either placebo or vaccine. Um, when was it? About two, three months ago? I have no concept of, of time. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was before we went to uh, the beach because I used my COVID uh, trial money to buy drinks. So it was sometime before, uh, when, when was that that we went there? October? October, yes. Yeah. So we went October. So the it was trip from September. Hill was yeah. in October. Yeah. Yes, it was. Big Joe. Well, I've got the covert. <laughs> but anyway, we've talked about that before. But um, go back and listen to Big Joe's covert operation. That's what I called that one. I tell the whole story about how Big Joe ruined our vacation. Not because she got COVID-19. I mean, viruses got to live, too. But it was just her behavior after she got it that was just <laughs> egregious. But anyway, um <clears throat> Yeah, so I got this. I participated in the vaccine trial so that at least one of you all wouldn't have to do it. Because I said if I if it kills people, I'm 65. Who cares if I die? You're pretty so. Old. So uh, yesterday, they unblinded the study because FDA approved oh, the cool. Pfizer vaccine, and so they're unblinding it in the order that you would get the vaccine if you were going to get it. So in other words, I'm a frontline provider. Mm-hmm. So we're first in line, and nursing home people would also be first in line. So they went ahead and unblinded for us, and I got the call, and they were like having a party. It was like a big party. There were at least five of them on the speakerphone. We've got you on speakerphone. And I'm like, do you have good news for me? And they were like, ah, ha, 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 ha. And it was like that. I mean, it was like they were having a Christmas party, and they were calling me because I didn't get to come to the party or something. (laughs) I mean, that's what it felt like. But anyway, they they told me, yeah, I had gotten the vaccine. And... um, then they asked me if I could tell that I got it, and it, those that listen to the show know that I was had a high suspicion that I had gotten it, except that I went and got antibody testing, and the because I would, thought I was being clever, and the antibody testing came back as negative. Hmm. But it turns out that this vaccine makes different antibodies, mm-hmm. so it's not the ones that you're testing. As a matter of fact, there's somebody has a question about it, so I won't blow up their question. So, uh, yeah, that was good. And I also, um, because all of my staff in one city came down with COVID-19, I got tested on Saturday because Tacey wouldn't even kiss me. And, uh, Infected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, uh, Tough woods my, so I did the, uh, the PCR test and it was also similarly negative. So that's good. <laughs> So we're COVID-free right now, knock on wood. Great news for you. Wonderful news. Now, now I will kick a baby in the face <laughs> to get it myself. Yeah. And I should have gotten, I, you know, during the trial, I said I didn't have time to do it, and I was going to keep doing it. And now, well, it's too late. So there you go. Yeah. I should have gotten my ass down there and done that. Hmm. Well, so nobody's did- more paranoid than me. Did you have side effects, Dr. Steve? I had um, pain at the um, injection injection site, and then I had muscle aches and pains for about a day or two, and I would rate them as two to three on a scale of one to ten. Yeah. Was it as um, bad as 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 the Shingrix? The Shingrix. Not at all. Good. Not at all. So and hopefully more effective than a shingles shot for you. Well, but you know what? Okay, you weren't here last week. No. You're right. I got shingles. Yep. From the effing stress. Yes. Of what's going on with the in our health systems, yes. in general, and the fact that I now have a new job that's a lot more stressful. But uh, it only lasted two days. Oh, cool. Literally oh, cool. two days. I had the slightest discomfort for two days, and then nothing. Good. And now it's totally healed up. So good. That's good know. news. Yeah, really good news. So anyway, there were um, uh, some concerns about this vaccine. In that, when they t- started doing coronavirus vaccines for cats, they would produce one set of antibodies, 
And then when the cats were actually exposed to the virus, they got so sick that some of them died. Oh, goodness. Because the immune system apparently was confused, and there's this sort of chain reaction that happened. Well, so somebody asked me about that today on Twitter, if that's going to happen with this human vaccine. It's like, well, hell, I hope not. But uh, I don't think so. Because remember, this vaccine was 94% effective in preventing infection. That meant that, you know, there was 6% of people, uh, you know, got the vaccine. Or there was a, if you have 1,000 people and 100 got the, the, the virus in one uh, group, then only, you know, six six would have got it in this in the in the vaccine group if it was 94 percent effective mm-hmm. right so but the numbers were a lot much larger than that but in that group of people that got the vaccine that got infected by SARS you know cove 2 and got COVID-19 they had very mild syndrome and none of them died mm, good so uh, that fear seems to be uh, unfounded at this point. Good. So I, th- it, it, you know, twenty thousand people got the vaccine. It's very safe. We talked about this last time. Uh, go, go look on our YouTube channel, Cliff Andrews, who is now our uh, social engineering person. Uh, took a clip at where we were talking about how um, the uh, the vaccine. At 20,000 people getting the vaccine would tease out some pretty rare events, but it won't tease out the one in a million events. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. So we won't see those until we start vaccinating millions of people. Yeah. So if we vaccinate 350 million people in this country, which would be insane. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but if we did, then if there was an, an adverse reaction that was one in a million, then we would expect to see about 350 of those. Yep. At that point. Right. Well, you know, we're, they, they, they're shooting for 175 million, aren't they? Well, it, you know, the, the we need to vaccinate the people who are most vulnerable. We don't have to vaccinate everybody. Right. But if we want to get herd immunity involved so that we decrease the vac- the virus, the viral load in the population, then, yeah, yeah. then we're going to have to vaccinate a whole lot a of ton, people. Yeah. And we want to... If we get to 55%, people have been listening week after week are sick of hearing this from me. If we get to 55% immune, then that's the threshold for herd immunity. See, I hear different numbers thrown around, though. So I, well, I don't think it's number. a bad thing that you keep saying oh, okay. that. Okay. Because okay. I hear 80% no, well, to get reach mm-hmm. herd immunity. Um, no, that's bullshit. We, the, there, it's very simple math. The math is herd immunity is reached when... You, um, uh, when the you have this percentage of the population immune, and that is one minus one over the R sub zero, and the if you remember the uh, the R sub zero is uh, the number of people theoretically in a perfect situation that one person will infect, mm-hmm. and for this it's two point four. Mm-hmm. So let's just do the math. Um, hang on. Echo, what's 1 divided by 2.4? Uh-oh. Is she lighting up? Yeah, she's lighting up. Oh, for F's sake. Echo, what's 1 divided by 2.4? 1 divided by 2.4 is approximately 0.4167. Okay. Echo, what's 1... 1 divided by (laughs) 2.4 is approximately 0.4167. Echo, Sorry, what's... I didn't catch that. Oh, oh my God. Could you repeat your calculation? Oh, God, she's annoying like you are. <laughs> Echo. Just I didn't catch that. Shut up. Can you say that again? No. She's sassing you. What's e- up? Echo, what's 1 minus <laughs> 0. .4167 or whatever the fuck you said? <laughs> <laughs> She's now she's no, now no, she's, she's mad at you. Now she's mad at you. Okay, so it's like... Um, she's pouting. Well, it'd be, it's almost 0. 0.6, 0. 0.6, right? So mm-hmm. it'd be like 0. 0.5, 0. 0.58, something like that. So 58% of people. Yep. Um, so if we get to f- 55, 58% of people, then we've hit the threshold for herd immunity. Mm-hmm. So, but 
That doesn't mean it goes away the next day. No. All that means is that the virus will no longer increase cases over time. It will only decrease. Mm-hmm. So when uh, 1,000 people give it to 900, give it to 810, give it to 720, give it to 640 like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. But we're talking millions of people. Right. <clears throat> and each one of those generations is 21 days long, so it'll take a long time. Now, Tacey, to your point. If we get 80% of people immune, either through getting the virus or getting the vaccine, it will happen much quicker than that. If we get 90%, it could be over in a month or two. Mm -hmm. We'd be back to normal Uh, again. There's so many people on my Facebook who are not getting it. Yeah, They will not get it. And I understand their reticence. I just wish that they would listen to. And I know people say, well, listen to the science. And people are sick of hearing that, too, because they're telling them to wear masks. And the science for that isn't, you know, it's it's okay. The people who are argumentative about wearing masks aren't listening or reading about the science. Well, they're like, well, this science. No, they're just like, don't take my freedom. yeah, well, they're what, just assholes. What, what, Sorry, guys, if you don't wear one. <laughs> what happens is that people often will get an idea or they'll have a belief in their head and then they will look for evidence to support that. That's not science. No. Science. It's biased. You, uh, you form a hypothesis, then you go out and test it. And if the test says your hypothesis is bullshit, you discard that hypothesis. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I had another smart lady on my facebook that's how i researched this week so and she said that the shot if you really researched it oh there we go was no more effective than a dose of tamiflu oh for fuck's sakes okay but i didn't go into it i didn't want to start a facebook no i'm just kidding Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go I, ahead. I, no. didn't, I didn't want to go into it and start a Facebook argument because, I mean, no. who am I? You can't, you can't tell people that will not listen to the evidence unbiasedly that, yep. that, that they're wrong. They, they just refuse to believe it. You know, I, I told the guy the other day, I was talking about the masks not doing anything. I said, well, what would you think if your surgeon came in to do surgery on you? <laughs> and the surgeon and the, 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 the OR staff, nobody in there was wearing a mask. Would you think that would be weird? Yeah. If you're going to have a total knee and everybody's in there and That's they're Hawaiian. That's pretty good. They're in there and they're, they're Hawaiian shorts. Yep. Being you know, off. Smoke, hey, smoking cigars. Hey, don't worry about don't, those infections. Like those, they used to. Yeah, exactly. Don't worry. Those bugs aren't going to get you. That's the fucking bullshit of yeah. it all. <laughs> Yeah, yeah we're you, cussing a lot this time. Pardon me. Yeah, no, I apologize. I'm, yeah. I'm the same way. Yeah, I'm, I apologize. You know, but no. it's just infuriating. It's just infuriating. It really is. Well, and I see, I've yeah. seen, I saw a doctor, presumably reasonably intelligent person, although I know a bunch of dumbass doctors. I do too. And what he did was he vaped, right? He took in a, a vape, which already a dumbass, mm. and then he put a mask on and then blew it out and said, look, and then just showed how it comes out, okay? <laughs> the thing is, is that. Yes, I, I get it. It's wearing a mask is no good against vaping. No. <laughs> but that's not what we're trying to prevent here. We we're talking about something that's droplet. Right, it's fluid. It's it is fluid. <laughs> it's fluid. It's fluid. And if it's an aerosol, yeah, we're that the mask won't stop the no. aerosol, but it will stop the droplets because they are big enough to be stopped by these masks, and particularly N95 masks for sure, but even cloth masks. And we're not when you say masks don't work, what you're saying is they don't work 100% of the time. And we know that. That is absolutely true. true. Very true. Will you give me that they work 10% of the time? Mm-hmm. Just give me that. Yep. 90% of, or let me put it another way, 90% of the time masks don't do anything. Will you give me that? Yep. Yes, I will. Okay, well, then when you're in an area and where the R sub T, which is the number of people that one person will infect in reality, is below 1.1, then at that 10%, let's say it's 1.06, then then if you reduce transmission by 10%, you've gotten that R sub T below point, you know, 1.0, mm-hmm. and now you're in that area where we're looking for for herd immunity, mm-hmm. where we're de- where the um, the uh, infection rate will just do nothing but decline. Let's go to rt.live, rt.live. Do you have your computer out? I'll hmm. do it. I'll do it. Oh, by God, I'll do it. You just fuck. 
Do he it. Did. All right. Okay. Marty, Sorry. laugh. No. Jesus, Taze. <laughs> <laughs> Do I need to? Okay. Anyway. No. Facebook timeout. Okay. <laughs> so here we go. So rt.live looks at the R sub T for all these different states. And right now, about a quarter of the states are have an R sub T. In other words, they're transmitting less than one to one. Okay? So they're in that, that range where one person gives it to 0.9 people who gives it to 0.8 people like that. Okay? And it's South Dakota, Missouri, Nebraska, Wisconsin, Michigan, Alaska, Illinois, and et cetera. And, but if you look at the ones that are in the red in here, let me find how many. Okay, so Texas is 1.03. So if everyone wore a mask and you decreased transmission by 10%, they would be at, you know, 0.9 something. You see? Mm-hmm. This is what I'm getting at. What, uh, the highest one is at 1.19, which is Arizona. Nice going, Arizona. And Maine. Well, we're not that we're far behind. We're in the behind. top 10, yeah. baby. We uh, Tennessee is up, eight. but it's one point one. It's one point one two, so we could get it down with t- just ten percent. We're yep. down to one point oh two somewhere in there, you know, whatever ten percent of. Let's say uh, Echo. What's ninety percent of one point one two? What is wrong with her today? Is she letting up? of 1.12 is 1.008. Yeah, so we would get really close to to one-to-one, which which would be a linear relationship. And then anything else we do would get us below that number. These numbers are incredibly close to one. Mm -hmm. Again, even 1.19 is incredibly close to one. Mm -hmm. You need more than a 10% decrease to get below that 1.0, but you could do social distancing. There are some things that you could do. And we're only just talking about risk mitigation, getting these numbers down to the point where we don't have that geometric increase that we had at the beginning of this, where the, uh, you know, the R sub T was two, and then one person infected two, infected four, infected eight, infected 16, and you get that constant doubling. You know, you do that 30 times and you're in the millions. Be in trouble. Right. You know? Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. Does that make sense? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Sure. yeah. So, so that's all we want with the masks. What would you say about the shot being, uh, the vaccine being about as effective as Tamiflu? Well, Tamiflu is not very effective. That's so the what vaccine, she was saying. The vaccine is 90. He got the numbers. It's 94% effective against uh, infection 
100% effective in the numbers that they had against death. I don't know why death. she would say that, why anybody would say They're that. They're just making it up. It's yeah. just an... an Okay, I'm not even going to say that. They have their own... Their own agenda. Twist on the truth, baby. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay, the efficacy of Tamiflu is 89% for individuals and 84% for households. So that's actually higher than I thought it was. Mm -hmm. Because last time I checked the numbers, they they didn't seem like they were that high. Why would anybody be preaching, well, never mind, shut up, shut up, Tacey. Yeah, yeah, just shut up, Tacey. Just shut up. I will. Yeah, um... But what we're looking for, though, they bring up one point. It would be nice to have a damn Tamiflu for um, coronavirus. Mm-hmm. So uh, favipiravir, I've been preaching that one since March, and it's not come out here in the United States. They're using it in Russia and India. Uh, there's another one called multipiravir, I think, something like that. It starts with an M. That is supposed to be even more effective. That would be a pill that you could take. You go, you get coronavirus, you go to your doctor, they give you a prescription. Mm-hmm. You take it and you don't die. You don't end up in the hospital. You don't progress to serious disease. Yeah. That'd be great. Then, then to hell. So then what we could do is just vaccinate the people who are at the highest risk. Mm-hmm. I'm not at such high risk of, get, of dying from it. I'm in the, I am in a risk group. Mm-hmm. But I'm more at risk of transmitting it to somebody. Right. Who is at a high risk? Very fragile patients. Because I'm seeing people, you know, I see cancer patients, I see older folks at nursing home, all that stuff. I see you as being the most at-risk person ever, and I I don't know how many nights I have just prayed and prayed and prayed and how thankful I was that you got that virus. That was like the best Christmas present ever. (laughs) Tacey cried when I told her that I got it, and I'm, I'm not laughing at you, I'm just... That's the most emotion you've ever shown toward me in the 20 years we've been married. I mean, all of his nurse practitioners have gotten it, basically, in one city. I mean, how much worse can, can the numbers be yeah. in a group of people? Yeah. And I'm just really waiting right on now. you to get it. And then I don't. Then I wouldn't even know how to turn the TV on in the house. That is true. Or the computer. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. this place is rigged, or is rigged. like yes, nobody's yes. business. You'd have yes. to grub hub every night. Yes. Scott would have to come I live here. Come, I'd have to come cook for her. <laughs> I'd have to come do the electronics for her. Oh, mm-hmm. if, if Scott came and cooked for you, you'd be a very sad person indeed. <laughs> no, you'd be happy. Well, we're having <laughs> mashed tofu tonight. I'd be. Oh, that's true. <laughs> no, hey, I don't know. Have, he could probably do it pretty good. Hey, listen, I made a fabulous tuna melt last nope. night with a very, uh, with a... Uh, well, those, those funky um, sauerkrauts. Oh, my God, it's wonderful. Okay, now that doesn't sound God like great. Damn, this is was... about as boring as sex with my wife. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. I, right. could, I could woo you, Tacey. I could woo you. <laughs> well, we are very excited, and I guess that's why we're just rambling today. So I'm very but, uh, excited. You know, people are actually getting the vaccine, and, um, you know, things. I, I see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, I agree. I really do. That's good stuff. All right, uh, we have a quote. Uh, from the Bennington show, Tace, your favorite um, favorite uh, feller, uh, Ron Bennington, was talking about you. Let oh, see. good. Let's see what we got here. Can't wait. Bennington show. Monday, Monday afternoon football starting very, very shortly. Very, very exciting for me. I'm going to be having uh, my dinner with football. I'm not, whoever, thank you, for whoever sent this to us. But um, your skills at cutting up audio are not so great. But but we appreciate it. No, I do appreciate it. Yeah. Life I is heard good it. in 2020. I just got the Doctor Steve uh, Christmas card that he sends out every year, and it's a dumpster fire that says 2020 <laughs> on it. Um, but he's got a picture of him, Tacy, and the boys. They are men now. It's how very really? unsettling when you see how fast other people's <laughs> children grow. Okay. Whoops. Well. And not yeah, only they kids that you don't bigger. see all the time, it's like disturbing, right? I know. Like you're, it's like, oh, this is a marker of time. Not only did they grow so big, but so did Tacey's tits. <laughs> wow. Oh my god. That's weight gain. That's weight gain. He loves you, though. (laughs) I love him, too. He said when I die, he's just going to come and just mess with you constantly. (laughs) It's like you can do it now. Just mess with her. You ain't going to mess with her. You ain't going to bother her. The first time Tacey met him, he 
took a shine into her. And do you remember that night we were outside? Was it bar nine? We were outside there? I think so. And he just started messing with you. What was it? He said, um, "Do you have Jews in uh, in in Tennessee?" And you're like, "Oh yeah, we have. You know, we we respect the Jewish people." And he's like, "Wait a minute, there's a Jew. Hey Jew, come over here." <laughs> and then and then then what was the deal with? I, I can't remember the rest of it. It was brilliant. It was it was on and on and on, and it and it turned into being about Jewish people to black people to me being Southern and and gays, racist. Oh, and gays. And yes, so then and, from then on. You were Dr. Steve's racist wife. You yes, know, I remember I, that. I, I remember the, that. <laughs> oh my God! But it was that was just a made-up mm-hmm. character, just for people uh, to understand that. Yeah. It was. <laughs> just, you know, it, I appreciated it. I mean, it's not true. Oh, it was hilarious. I, yeah, it was funny. It, it was, was really funny, funny because it was very uncomfortable. He made you very uncomfortable, but and yet. You were attracted to him at the same time, yes. which is interesting, isn't it? And that one night, he he rented that limousine to go to oh god, that was Opie's the wedding, and this this lady had this this trucker hat on that said "I heart rim jobs," yep. and she was knocking on the on the window, and he was messing with her. He's and, so comfortable just talking to anybody. Yeah. He's like, "Hey, babe, how's it going?" You know, <laughs> she was. And she she sticks her head so in, funny. and it's got this hat, and it just says "I heart rim jobs." And if you want one of those, by <laughs> oh the way, God. go to uh, uh, cafepress.com slash weird medicine, and I had some made. Just, just in honor of her. That's funny. <laughs> so if you want one for, that's a good, a good holiday gift. Yeah, Philly's you know. an interesting place. Oh, that was odd. Well, he took us to all the places, the seedy you, places that you don't see mm-hmm. on the tour of Philadelphia. Yeah. if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Oh well. Yeah. It was nice. It was awesome. Should we answer some questions? I know. I know. I'm okay. sorry. Number everyone. one thing: don't take advice from Party some paper. asshole on the radio. All right, here we go. Here we go. Hey, Dr. Steve, I probably won't get a chance to hear this, and I really would love to because I really appreciate what you do for medicine, and you're talking about the vaccine right now. And hey, thanks, I'm serious. Um, about the vaccine, uh, you probably will never be able to get back to me, but if you wanted to, I'm a J. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, I had a Guillain-Bierre reaction to a flu shot 15 yeah. years ago, but yeah. in the hospital for over a week. They weren't sure what it was. They tried, you know, they, they did different protocols. They tried to do a, um, a uh, lumbar puncture because they thought it might have been meningitis, and then they kind of went worst-case scenario and then kind of because of a reaction I had to a flu shot. They're pretty sure it was GBS. Okay. I have avoided the flu shot. I've never gotten yes. one since then. This put a pretty big scare to me, and my wife at the time was a doctor. And when we got the diet, when they were trying to figure out what it was, we were in Alaska, military right. post, small open fairbanks. Happened to be a neurologist up from from. Okay, well, this goes on for a while. So his question is: Should I take the coronavirus vaccine? Mm-hmm. We don't have a protocol for this yet. Um, the Guillain-Barré syndrome is what he's talking about. Is a muscle weakness disease. We call it ascending neuritis. It usually starts in the in the legs and then works its way up. And as the muscles get weaker and weaker, and then you can't you know kick out your leg, and then you can't walk, and then if it keeps ascending and it starts hitting the muscles of respiration, you know the muscles you use to breathe, mm-hmm. that's a real problem. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of uh, after a while it peaks and then it sort of works its way back down again. And there are people that uh, get all the way better. Uh, this guy sounds like he probably did. They can uh, develop over hours to weeks, and it can happen occasionally with um, uh, influenza vaccine. You know what else causes it, though, Dr. Scott? Influenza. Influenza So it's not, yeah, yeah, Yeah. it's the the antigen itself that causes it. So when you get it as a vaccine and you get Guillain-Barre, well, by God, that vaccine. But then you get it because you had swine flu. Right. Well, and now who do you blame? You blame the person who gave you the f- flu, which his name would be Bruce Donahue, if you remember. <laughs> My friend from high school who was visiting us and gave us all swine flu that oh, year. Oh, yes. Um, so, uh, so now, should he take it? Well, they say he probably shouldn't take uh, influenza vaccine again. He better not get influenza either, mm-hmm. this guy that called. We don't have a protocol for this kind of problem for the coronavirus vaccine. But they are saying that people who have anaphylaxis, in other words, severe uh, uh, severe 
uh, immune reaction to previous vaccines probably should not get this. Now, look, not everybody has to get this vaccine. That's the thing. If you're in a group where it's going to be more high risk for you to get it than it is for you to not get it, then don't get it. Right. It's okay. So what if you're a person, you know, we all know those people who are allergic to a lot of stuff. Yeah. I'm allergic to eggs. I'm allergic to sulfa. I'm allergic to this. I can't use this lip gloss. I can't use this shampoo. I, right. You know, I, so what about that person? Yeah. Well, if you have like allergic rhinitis, you're okay to do it. Um, but if you have a lot of allergies in general... I mean, are you even prepared to to say? What they're saying now is that you have to, it's it's people who have had severe life-threatening reactions to things like vaccines in the past. Okay. Mm -hmm. So uh, let's see here. Um, If uh, I'm just looking. Okay. Polyethylene glycol is a component of the vaccine. And anaphylaxis to polyethylene glycol, which is also known as Miralax, Miralax yeah. has been rarely reported with uh, the uh, bowel preparations and prescription medications such as methylprednisolone acetate. And if you think you've had anaphylaxis with any one of these products, you should uh, make sure that you talk it over with your provider before you get a vaccine for this. Mm-hmm. We don't want to be hurting people with this vaccine. And again, like I said, not everybody has to get it. Right. It's okay if you're in a group that can't get it because everybody else around you hopefully will get it and will provide you with that herd immunity. Right. That's what I was going to say. Because that's really what you're doing. If you vaccinate around people, yep. you have somebody that's vulnerable and everyone around them has been vaccinated, There's that's a moat yep. around them that the, vac- that the virus cannot cross. Yep. That's what I was going to say. If he'll just stay healthy and... Practice good social distancing for now until people around me can get protected. Which, by the way, we're doing a very good job of in this studio right now. We're six feet apart. Scott and I are. I'm not looking at it. Well, Scott, you and Scott are over there making out. Practically making out (laughs) over here. Yep. And COVID times. Ron Beddington's (laughs) wishing he was me right now. (laughs) If he only knew. All right. Hey, Dr. Steve, I was wondering if you could answer how the vaccine is effective if the antibodies in the vaccine don't match the actual virus. <laughs> That's awesome, yeah. Okay, they do. So what he's saying is, we talked about this earlier, that um, if you get this vaccine and they test you for antibodies to SARS-CoV-2, you won't have any. Right. But that's because they're testing for a specific antibody. This, Depending on how you attack this um, this protein, you could produce a bunch of different antibodies. And those antibody tests are so specific that if you don't test for the exact one, then uh, it'll show up as negative. That doesn't mean you're not making antibodies against the virus. It means you're not making antibodies that that test can detect. Okay. That's Makes a sense. different thing. Makes sense. That's good. Okay. So I'm sure that Pfizer, because they have a test for the antibodies that their vaccine makes, mm-hmm. they will be selling that as well. Oh, yeah. So it's just another way to make a couple extra bucks. You know, it's like when we uh, uh, promote Dr. Scott's website at Mm -hmm. simplyherbals.net. It's just another way for him to make a couple of bucks off of this stupid podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You got anything up there uh, right now? You got some? uh, Mostly just the nasal sprays. They're still going pretty busy. Pretty big. Nasal sprays doing okay. That's the best saline nasal spray on the market, in my opinion. I am biased, but I am... uh, usually don't allow my biases to affect what I endorse. Right. And it is awesome. Yeah, so what's yeah. in that? What What's in that? Yeah, like, honey. Oh, do you have Manuka honey in Manuka it? honey. Now I this, got a deal. This, I got a line on some Manuka honey. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. we'd love to, yeah. But yep. pep, pep, peppermint oil, salt. Uh-huh. Peppermint oil is a mucous membrane anti-inflammatory. Yep. And a little bit of salt. So sodium, say sodium chloride. Don't sodium say chloride. <laughs> Jesus. So, you want sodium. to sell this stuff or do you not? Sodium chloride and manuka honey. It Next does have manuka honey in it? No, not yet. Oh, you're damn alive. Well, you can't oh, lie. Oh, God, you can't even tell the truth. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> oh, no. for God's sakes, just go on the website and, and then yeah. you can read it. Yes, you can read it. That's right. <laughs> I'm waiting for Dr. Steve to hook me up with some good honey. I can do that. Yep. All right. <clears throat> Trying to hook Chand up with a good honey. A good honey. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay, now, let's just take another one. Uh, let me see. We did the antibody one. 
Let's try this one. Hey, Dr. Steve. Oof. So I have a question about the uh, vaccine. Okay. My work, um, I am uh, in home health, and I'm an occupational therapist, and my work is making me take the vaccine yeah. within the next two weeks. And okay. uh, my worry is that it's so new. Um, I want to wait at least six months to see what's going to happen. What do you think? Is there going to be any long-term effects with this? Or- oh, that's a good damn question, isn't it? We have, that we have no idea about. Mm-hmm. Two years from now, the, those of us that took it could be uh, zombies, like I am legend. I mean, I, I doubt it. It seems to be very safe and effective. Uh, but um, if your employer is compelling you to do it, you may have to have uh, some sort of exemption to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Now, so let's just talk about that. My Our employer requires us to get influenza vaccine. They're not requiring this vaccine yet because it's so new. Mm-hmm. They're not requiring it. And I think part of that is they don't want to compel people to take uh, something that there's no long-term data on. On the other hand, they may just not want to get sued, too. And I think that's true of a lot of employers. But now there are going to be some that are going to really jump on this bandwagon. Now, if to get out of taking influenza, uh, in a lot of places you can't even have a religious reason not to do it. And I've never understood what religious exemption you could claim for a, for a vaccine anyway. Mm-hmm. So this one, according to my Facebook, yes, is that it me. changes your DNA. And that is complete horse fecal matter oh i I mean i know but that's what people are are believing go go back and and uh, you know i've i did these uh covid situation reports talked about how mrna vaccines work it's new technology but it's not it's new to humans and it's new to the news media it's not new they've been they've been working on this for 20 years there are mrna vaccines in veterinary medicine that are being used have been being used this is just the first one in humans. They were going to do it for SARS. They were going to try it in um, uh, MERS, but neither one of them panned out. They didn't turn into a pandemic, thank God. Yes. yes. And so these thing it's just been sitting there waiting for a pandemic coronavirus to come out. <laughs> and uh, really, uh, the reason people think it's affecting their DNA is because it is genetic material mm-hmm. that they're in. But messenger RNA is not your DNA. Okay. When you make proteins in your cells, your DNA opens up. There's a transcription device in there. It's crazy. These machines, they're little micro, you know, nano machines that then transcribe the DNA into messenger RNA. The messenger RNA then goes to these things called ribosomes, which is a little factory that then reads the instructions that the mRNA is giving them and creates a protein, amino acid by amino acid. Go on YouTube and and uh, just look for an animation of mRNA transcription. It'll blow your mind. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. Effing believable that this has been working for millions of years before we had any concept that this was happening. And um, I mean, the science behind it is just so incredibly advanced. But our bodies were just doing it, just just doing it and not even thinking about it because, you know, the cells are not not thinking about anything. They just do what they're supposed to do. So what we're doing is we're fooling the body by inserting messenger RNA into the body and getting the cells to then, hey, while you're making these widgets over here, make these widgets for us. It's like you go to a factory mm-hmm. and you insert a different order for a different widget yep. into the into the uh, workflow. And uh, so, hey, and while you're making all these other proteins that you're making, make me some of these too. Mm-hmm. And that's all it is. It's just a set of instructions that says, make this vaccine, mm-hmm. make this viral protein that we will then express on the surface of the cell. The immune system will detect it, make it, uh, uh, antibodies and cellular immunity against it, and then we'll go on our merry way. The mm-hmm. mRNA degrades; it only lasts for a few days, but the body never forgets. Right. And uh, even if the antibodies uh, decrease over time, even in three months they're gone. You can't detect them anymore. Cellular immunity 
is forever mm-hmm. and never forgets. So you may get infected again, but it should be extremely mild. Just like all the other coronavirus infections you've had in your life, mm-hmm. starting from when you were a kid, there's only like five of them. So if you've had more than five colds, uh, of course, you can have peri-influenza and stuff, but I'm talking about colds. If you've had more than five colds and you've been infected by coronaviruses more than once, mm-hmm. you know, you probably ran through all five of them. Yep. These effing things suck. We need to kill all of them and eradicate them from the face of the earth. But in the meantime, let's just make it so they can't hurt us. That's the first step. And that's what this is about. Okay. All right. God damn it. <laughs> hey, Dr. Steve. How hey, you doing, man? I'm doing all right, man. How are you doing? Good. I'm glad to hear that. Thanks. Love your show. Appreciate it. Uh, I am calling with a question. Okay. My better half, we we both are cannabis people. Cannabis uh, my people. better half can smoke and vape and enjoy cannabis. Oof. However, she does not feel any effect from edibles whatsoever. With edibles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I probably... Dave, I'm having trouble with his audio, but I I'll handle I'll handle this question. Okay, his question is... He, he and his wife like to do cannabis, right. but when his wife takes edibles, she gets no effect. Go. Yeah, does he have anything else to add to this, or is that it? Uh, hell, uh, I can't tell. Yeah. I don't know if he had a question. Well, no, that's I've... the question. What's, the, what's going on with his wife? Well, the, the, the edibles don't kick in as quickly and tend to come on much more gradually. Yeah. So, you know, typically when with the edibles, you'll get, you don't get that, that euphoric buzz high that you would get if you're smoking. Not right vaping. away. Not right away. It's much more subtle and lasts a whole lot longer. Um, you know, typically if you're if you're, if you're vaping or smoking, you're going to get much more of a buzz instantly, yeah. instantly. Yeah. But, but typically, oh, but doesn't last as long. And that would be my guess. Plus, you know, you don't know what the, if 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 they've developed a bit of a um, if they've been using the cannabis for a while, they've got a bit of a tolerance for it. May the, the edibles you may need a little bit larger dose I don't of the edibles. Know if that's, I don't know if I agree with you on that. I think that there's. Well, I'm just telling you from. Re, I think there's reverse tolerance yeah. to cannabis. Yeah. That the more you do it, the less you need to get the same effect. Because I know the first time. Well, let's just say a guy I knew whose name rhymes with Eve. Me. me. Um, <laughs> uh, the first time, uh, you know that that person did it three or four times got really no effect and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden it kicked in and then it, they, that person required less and less mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. time to get the same effect maybe it's because then you're recognizing it I don't mm-hmm. know but it's not like opioids where you need no. more and more and more but anyway go ahead but but it it isn't it is not like opioids on in that way but I do know for a fact that there are, most of the folks that do edibles fairly regularly mm-hmm. um if they are former smokers or if they still in if they still yes. do the vaping so they do need to take a little larger dose of the edibles because they don't they don't perceive the, the feeling i wonder if decarboxylation is involved in that as well it, that's the only way you can make an edible yeah you, get, you have to decarb it first and then the thing if so if you're and that's a good question steve if if they're making their own edibles and they're not decarbing it first yeah then they are absolutely not going to get the ultimate effect that's you have to decarb it first like if you eat a bud well, yeah. I'm, I'm just saying don't do this don't do this don't do no. this but i'm just saying if you eat a bud you may get no effect but no, if you no, heat no. that bud up in let's say you chopped it up and put it in a brownie or something yeah. and then heated it up then there's that decarboxylation occurs, right. and then it becomes, in, you know, not infinitely more potent, but it becomes significantly more potent, more potent at yeah. that point. So, yeah, I wonder, uh, and I wonder if you're not wrong in the sense that if they're vaping, some people may be just used to that huge peak in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then if they're doing the edibles, they're not getting that, and so it just doesn't affect them in the same way. Yeah, totally. But I, I do have a pretty good point in saying that um, – you can develop tolerances to a certain degree, but but with the uh, with the marijuana or the or the cannabis is nothing like other. Yeah, I did say I didn't agree with that, yeah, but yeah. I, I do agree uh, with your point of the uh, impulse, this, you know, slow, the original yeah, the slow, peak. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I think that's what I said. That's that's um, and that's one benefit I think to the to the edibles that I that I would love for 
once it becomes much more mainstream and legal throughout the the U.S., is people to realize you can have edibles that don't make you stoned, don't make you impaired. Yep. That are just super great for, in my personal opinion, yep. for for anxiety. I wouldn't know. And for and for sleep and for insomnia. Sure. And I'm gonna tell you, you know, she was talking about walking on the baby's face. I'd I'd <clears throat> I would chew off my own arm. To, to get help with my insomnia. Really? Yeah, and this this Why don't you talk to thing. me about this you ass? I, I'll I, help I, you I with bat, that. Well, I I've got it. I've much much better under control now thanks to modern science. Okay. All right. <laughs> Decarb decarbing is a good thing. The decarboxylation. <laughs> okay. Decarboxylation is a good thing. Have you have you seen that um device? I I got one for my kid for Christmas cuz he has trouble sleeping. Mm-hmm. And it's a device that's got a blue light on it, which I'm not a, a fan of blue light when you're trying to get sleep. But anyway, and what it does is it flashes at a certain rhythm, and then you are supposed to breathe with the light. Mm-hmm. And then it slows down and slows down, and then it's supposed to allow you to sleep. Mm-hmm. And I just wonder if anybody's having any experience with that, because the science behind it looked good. Pretty good, yeah. I've not tried it. The The only thing I've done, anything similar to that, is I've got a little meditation app that does help kind of get my my brain waves calmed down. Well, let me tell you something. Bobby Kelly was here at Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And Tacey, tell, tell Scott what happened when we put the trip app on his ass. So he put it on, and he didn't have it on for maybe a couple of minutes. Okay, the trip app is, it's T-R-I-P-P. It is a virtual reality environment that uh, is uh, pure relaxation and stress relief and uh, teaches... Uh, breathing exercises okay. and stuff. Have you on, done it? On your, I've done your Oculus. It's on the Oculus, yeah. 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 Okay, go yeah. ahead, Taste. So he's sitting there, and he didn't have it on not even two minutes. Do you think, Steve? And and his body started to move Slip. left out he of the chair. chair. He was falling out of the chair, and that was just an in, introduction into relaxation. Yeah. Oh, it was cool. just the introduction part. We were part. paying attention to him. He had the goggles on. Mm-hmm. And so Tacey and Dawn and Max and the kids and I, we were all just talking and then we look over and it's like his Bobby falling over <laughs> and he was falling out of the chair. Oh my gosh. I love it. Now that's awesome. That is pretty cool. So, well, if that thing's as powerful for meditation as it was with that damn skyscraper thing, yeah, God. oh yeah, um, Richie's oh, Richie sky, skyscraper challenge or whatever. <sighs> for people who don't know, oh. this is a virtual reality. It's not even a game; it's just an experience. And uh, it, it, you take an unsuspecting person, usually. That's the best mm. way to do it. You put the goggles on say, hey, we're going to try this thing. And they go in, and they go into an elevator. And they push the button, mm-hmm. and they go up 100 floors. And they're just sitting there, and they can see, you know, ding, ding, ding. And they're like, what is this? And then the door opens up, and the, it, the elevator opens onto a two-by-four. That's a plank, walking a the plank. plank. Yeah, it's Richie's plank experience. That's yep. what it's called. Yep. And there's a donut at the end of it. And all you have to do is walk out <laughs> on the plank and pick up the donut. It's torture. And you know you're in your living room. It's, yeah. But you can't do I it. I couldn't do it. There's no way. I did. You know, and I've got Dr. Stu with me. And he's like, go. I'm like, oh, my God. He's like, you're not going to fall. You're okay. And he's like standing beside me. And I know I'm here on flat ground with his help. And it's yeah. like, oh, So what God. happens? I had to get on my knees. If, I had to get on my hands uh, and knees. If you it. did step off the plank. Nothing. You fall in the game, but you don't fall in real life. But when you but, fall. When in the game, how is that? If you you fall a hundred. <laughs> no, thank you. No, I don't think so. And the no, thing is, you. is that no, when you, you fall in the game, it's hard for you to stand up straight. Oh my god! I've got a couple of games that I play standing up, and I just I'm falling over constantly. Oh my gosh! It's so awesome. Well, you're as old as you are, with you know. Yeah, as old as you are. Yeah, brittle bones and stuff. Yeah. You gotta be careful. You know, if you, you want to do the trip that. app, though, I have I happen yeah. to have an extra Oculus. It sitting is around. it is really cool. If you want to, you know, right. take it off my hands. That's right. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, well, let's get out of here. This Sounds was good. a very entertaining uh, cluster F of a show. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> we can't forget Rob Sprantz, Bob Kelly, Greg Hughes, Anthony Cumia, Jim Norton, Travis Teft. That Gould girl, Lewis Johnson, Paul Ofcharsky, Chowdy1008, Derek Nagel, Roland Campos, uh, Chris's uh, crazy sister, Sam Roberts, Pat Duffy, Dennis Falcone, Matt Kleinschmidt, Dale Dudley, Holly from the Gulf. The pig lover. Yeah, uh, appreciate her help. The great Rob Bartlett. 
Bernie and Sid, Martha from Arkansas's Daughter, uh, Ron Bennington, and Fez Watley, who supported this show, has never gone unappreciated. Listen to our Sirius XM show on the Faction Talk channel. Sirius, Jesus. Sirius XM channel 103, Saturdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern, but it's better to just listen on demand. And other times at Jim McClure's pleasure. Many thanks to our listeners whose voicemail and topic ideas make this job very easy. Go to our website at drsteve.com for schedules and podcasts and other crap and check out Dr. Scott's website at simplyherbals.net. Until next time, check your stupid nuts for lumps, quit smoking, get off your asses, and get some exercise. We'll see you in one week for the next edition of Weird Medicine. Thanks, Taste. Thanks, Goodbye, Scott. everyone. Thank you. She don't you that's what we say in Kansas.